Welcome back to Back Society. I'm your co-host, Jordan, with my other co-host. S. Chris is out saving the world once again. Once again, dude. Does he's, what he does he's being best. like drop shipped out to somewhere. Yep. Yeah, you know, you know how it is, folks you know, at home. CIA stuff. CIA stuff. <laughs> we can't talk about it. Pretend you never heard it. What? Yeah. Say what? Huh? But regardless, we're on chapter eight of Robert Kiyosaki's Rich Dad Poor Dad. Is that the last chapter? Yeah, I think it is the last we chapter. We are done with the book. Yes. We've done it, folks. We actually read a book. Oh my God. We did. No. It's That's crazy. Insane. It's That's insane. crazy. Don't pay attention to the library that's behind this camera yeah. right now. All right, man. What is your thoughts on Rich Dad Poor Dad chapter? And right? this is what we're putting together. This is what started. We were trying to associate ourselves with people that are like minded, and that's how we got our third co host. Right. Dunk. We invest in ourselves. Look at this setup. Look at this setup. Another Try to get dunk. that content bag. Another dunk. Another dunk. We're talking about investments. I put more money into the stock market. Don't tell me how it's going. It's going bad. Uh, <laughs> Chris, he did that 1031, you yeah. know, flipping his house. We're dunking right Dude, now. Dude, we're dunking right now. We're doing yeah. good. We're It's a grind. We're grinding. We are grinding. It is definitely a lot. It is definitely a lot. I want you to know, though, this is a little off topic, but I've, I wanted to say this. So... Back Society, as some of you may or may not know, we have a we have a TikTok. You oh, because we're, we're cool with the Zoomers. We yeah, we're so cool. They love us. They, the deeply, Zoomers love us deeply. They yes. look up to us. It's empowering. Crazy. But uh, every time I log into the Back Society TikTok, I'm just like, okay, let's see what's on the main feed because you know they know what type we like because you know of the videos we make. So it's thirst trap. What do you mean thirst trap? Thirst trap. Like it's a girl doing a dance with like the biggest ass imaginable. I thought that was all. I thought that's just TikTok and Instagram. I, I realized this, but dude, it's nonstop. It's like, okay. And then that, and it's just some 60 year old going like, I made $10,000 in one week with drop shipping. And then I scroll, another thirst trap. Okay. Thirst traps everywhere. Then I scroll again. It's another kid with like a bunch of hundreds going like, ask me how I do drop shipping. Oh my <laughs> God. And on and on and on. It was the same thing, dude. I'm like, man, people really want to push drop shipping. Yeah, drop shipping and thirst traps. Dude, it is crazy. And they get like, you know, like tens of thousands of likes. Millions of views. Millions of views of yeah. people who are just like, you know, just people putting in like the stacks into the money count machine going like drop shipping. Drop shipping. Drop shipping. Learn baby. how to drop ship. Learn how to drop ship. Did you ever look into drop shipping? No. Drop shipping is where like you basically buy something cheap from Alibaba yeah. in, in quantity, create a website or a video or something, and then I can do that, and then sell it on Amazon. Yeah, right. I mean, I've watched a lot of like even on YouTube a lot of like videos and how to make a lot of money. You know, because I'm investing in myself. Yeah. Investing my time into myself. Hey. And a lot of them are just straight up scams, dude. Dude, I, I mean, like, technically everything's pretty much a Ponzi scheme. I, I know, but they make it seem like so easy. Like, uh, there was one. It was, um, oh, did you know on Amazon you can be an Amazon affiliate? Did you know that? Yeah. Yeah. So you can earn, like, a, a percentage if they people buy through your link. Yeah. 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 And so they were just like, okay, so pick something really expensive. Like, here's a $10,000 couch, all right? Right. So I'm going to get my affiliate link. And then I'm going to make a graphic that's just like top 10 couches you love about couches and all that. Yeah. And put it on Pinterest and put your link on there. Yes. Yeah, and just do that five times a day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you make a cool video about the couch. You buy the couch, make a cool video about the couch, then make a cool website and just start scamming people with those posts. Dude. I mean, it works for some people. For some people it works because it's like a, it's like it's a scheme. That's what it is. It's the scheme. Yeah. Yeah. Works for some people. I don't think Robert Kiyosaki would approve. Robert Kiyosaki would probably 
probably approve honestly. <laughs> he, he I don't know. That? I just I he's about get the money, man. He's all about <laughs> get the, the bag. Money, get the bag, get the bag. No matter how, because he in this in this in this chapter, chapter eight, he did say most people are brought up thinking that money is the root of all evil. So just because like you might have that belief that money is the root of all evil, people that have money may scam or something when that's just i mean there is a lot of scams there is a lot of scams there is so many scams i mean have you seen uh crypto rug pulls yeah rug Rug pulls all day all day long i don't mess with that stuff Ah, man i still have some crypto but like i don't even check on it anymore yeah because it's dude there's this guy that i work with obsessed with crypto Mm -hmm. me and him would go back at it I'll be like, bro, it's a rug pull. What's he saying about it? He's like, dude, in the next couple months, and he's been saying this for two years. <laughs> any day now, man. Any day any now. Day. Any day now. You should get in on this. Man, you're going to look back, and when I told you to get on in on this, I'm like, dude. Crypto depends that you get people to hold the bag. Right. It depends my, on it. It depends on it. My thing is, is like, yeah, there was a lot of booms that made kids millions of dollars. Right. Right. But that was when we were in quarantine. Like, there, that's a big factor. When you're stuck inside and the, your only outlet is the internet. So you're like, we need another COVID? If we had another COVID, we'll take over the world. <laughs> yeah, like, straight up. I feel like I can get, like, our channels to explode if another lockdown happened. I don't want people to die. Yeah. But let's just say we were locked out again. If we were locked down again, we would explode. I feel like there would be a riot if there was another lockdown. Yeah, probably. Like the Satanists are coming after us again. It just kind of like it kind of just like disappeared. Like nobody talks about it. I see people still wear masks though. I see people wear masks, and at that point, dude, whatever, it's your personal freedom. If you want to yeah, wear a mask, if you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. I don't care neither. As soon as they said you don't have to wear a mask, that shit uh, was gone, gone, <laughs> gone, gone. Like I, I didn't complain. I didn't complain, but as soon as the the AOK was there, I was just like yep. throwing them out. I was one of the first people at work to not wear a mask. <laughs> Showed up proudly. Yeah, they it were was like, like free to breathe. Because what happened was, uh, we first got uh, when if you got a vaccination, right? Because I got the Johnson and Johnson. I got the one thing, and you're done, right? Yeah, the bad one. Yeah, I mean the bad one. I still got the vaccination. I got the little vaccination card. So when the time came, they were like, "Hey, if you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask." Went into HR. They scanned my vaccination card, and they were like, "Hey, you don't have to wear a mask starting on this day." Ripped it off, and I remember I was like the only one. People were coming up to me looking like I was like, <laughs> They're like crazy. Who is this guy? Yeah, who is this guy? And I was like, man. You're just like, I'm my own person. I said, I'm free. I'm free. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm free over here. And now looking back, dude, you're just like, you know what? That time we could have really blown up. Yeah. It, you know what? It's it's weird. It's funny, too. I would take the mask again. Yeah. It's funny, too, because when I look back, you're like, man, if I would have just had what I had now, I would have grinded and... It would have been a lot easier. Right. But at the same time, man, Warzone with the boys, dude. Warzone, Warzone with the boys. No, dude. I, can't, I saw like a few memes today. And it was just like, oh, me doing like the latest dance to distract the zombies while my buddy gets the Easter egg. Yeah, dude. It was just, oh, man, that was so much fun. So much fun playing Warzone. That's not grinding, man. That's not that's that's poor dad mentality. That is a poor, poor dad. dad mentality. It is. It is. And now we lived. We learned. Now we're grinding. We are grinding. And it's going well. What have you done this week that is grinding? Well, today... 
or not today, but like the weekend was Memorial Weekend. Yes, it was. So we got blown up. It's the time to gamble. Blown up at the casino. It's time to uh, gamble. And it was just insane. Like, I'm still tired. I'm tired. I, I don't blame you, dude. Yeah, it, I was tired. I would be tired, too, if I was you. I There is no jealousy here. Yeah. I made a couple of shorts that I uh, have to still send you. No but we ha- yeah, we got a couple of shorts in the chamber, though. We got a couple shorts in the chamber. Uh, I released a new one last night. That's what that's what most of my grinding was this week, was mostly uh, video editing, learning how to do different edits, cuts, trying to make this thing go you know as well as it can. Have, we have the new episode coming out soon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but, like... I've been working on other channels. I've been getting subscribers. Yeah. I'm up to 60. It's not much when it comes to YouTube, but, you know, it's a start. You got to start somewhere, baby. You got to start somewhere. Yeah. And here's the thing. It's like you every we just get better and better. We just get better. Each video is another lesson. You know? Here, Here's the thing, too, right? Like, um, people that play college football, for instance, right? They go to school and they play college football. Well, back then, I don't know if they say it now, but back then they used to be like, playing college football was a job. Right. Right. Even though you're not getting paid for it. Nope. You had to dedicate a lot of your time and it was a job. So you have to start. You have to start taking that mentality like, hey, this is what I want to be. Then start going towards that goal and saying, this is my job. Because once because it's it's weird, like when you do your job, like so I go to work, it doesn't matter if I don't want to go, if I don't feel like being there, if I sick or if I have a headache or whatever, I'm going to still show up and uh, put in my eight hours. I get it. You have to still do that same thing towards your goal, towards your uh, what you're trying to accomplish. Exactly. You got to show up and grind it out. It's a job. Yeah, like I treat is. what we're doing as a job. Yeah, you have to, for, for sure. Like do, doing this podcast, it's a... Like that's why we've been so uh, committed to it. Yeah, it, it's it's not just sitting down once a week and recording and then throwing it up there. It's it's right. much more than that. It is it's much more than that. Which is that's a good thing. I like it because it's progressed. It has progressed. I mean, if we've come off. I know we mentioned it last time. It was just two of us, but we've come a lot of, come far since the first episode of SJ Pod. Right, very far. So I got these couple of ideas for the for the shorts that I want to do tonight. Oh yeah. So I got one with time management. Time management's good. Time management, uh, like it basically just basically what I said. Like it's a job. Um. Then I also. I'm wanting to do one kind of out of the box, a creative process. How to like not because I think last last week we were talking about writer's block. Oh yeah, and basically I'll tell you how to not have writer's block anymore. Okay, so I'll do that, and then I also like you said like a gym or health thing. I want to talk about one like a lot of a lot of the best videos that are out there that have gotten like a lot of views are ones that solve a problem. You know? Yeah, because we're problem solvers. We and, are problem solvers. Yeah. We are. Th- Thinkers. And that's and, and and you know that's really what we're here to do because like obviously we all overcame obstacles and we had to go out our way to find the answer to our obstacle. I found a lot of them, so like that's why I want to give back to to a lot of people. Yeah, that's what bad yeah. society is about. That's you know, we're about. trying to uplift people along with us. Right. You know, we're trying to not be like the pyramid. We're trying to be like the crane. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, and like I'm talk about health, like and inflammation diet and what inflammation does to the body and yeah because you know you can't grind if your health sucks 
cannot grind if your health sucks, right? And everything's about productivity, right? Productivity. You got to maximize it. You got to maximize it. And that's that's part of the time management as well, too, right? What do you... You got to always be aware. Just just like how I explain everybody, like, their uh, money budget, mm-hmm. right? You got to have a time budget, too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, you... Like, especially with this job, right? Uh, podcasting and editing videos... Every single day at 10 a.m. to 12 p.m., you got to be in that chair no matter what, how you feel, you know, what's going on every single day, editing videos or creating videos. Even if you don't have that idea, over time, the ideas will come to you. Right. You know what I mean? So, yeah. And it will come to you. Like, with my with uh, with my experimental channel, I have, like, two shorts a day. Yeah. And getting the ideas, it's been tough. You know, sometimes they use like Chat GPT or something like that. Yeah, but it's tough, I and mean, you have to edit. Like they're shorts; they're only a minute at the most long, but they can still be time consuming. Because edit, because you need to catch those attentions, man. So you need to be flashy. Right, right, flashy. right. So like one, if you, uh, so I combined for the creative pro- for my creative process, which I'm gonna teach everybody. Yeah. I combined two books. One is called The Spirit's Way. I don't know who's it by. I forget. And then the other one is, uh, we talked about last, uh, War on Art by Stephen Pressfield. Right. Right. Pressfield talks about basically what I said, right? Sit down 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. and write, just write anything and everything. Be as creative. But see, uh, you, you have to be non-judgmental, right? It's okay to have a bad right day. You know what I mean? Like I'm going in it here, happens, man. There's always you can always edit it. Not just editing. It's like, hey, say for it. Let's just make it music for an instance, right? Right. Hey, I'm gonna sit down. I'm gonna write a song. It's going to be a bad song, and that's okay. Because everybody, like, when you're a creative person and you try to like create a write or something, you put a lot of pressure on yourself to make everything perfect. That's true, right? So what ends up happening is when you always try to like perfect your creation or whatever, you become stagnant. And you just don't do it at all, right? So what ends up happening is, like, if you sit down every day and you're like, it's okay to write a bad song. Next day, it's okay to write a bad song. Right. Next day, it's okay to write a bad song. But this one's pretty good. Oh, this is getting better. Next day, oh, this is getting better. And that, that, that what ends up happening. Now, in the other one, The Spirit's Way, right, it's more of a spiritual book. So, like, uh, what you do is you sit down, um, not sit down, but as soon as you wake up, right, you have a journal. And this this is, like, the key for every creative person. This is how to get out of writer's block, right? So, you, uh, as soon as you wake up, you have a journal, and you just write, Three, uh, you just write anything for three, three pages. The sun is uh, not out today. I feel this way. Uh, yesterday was crazy. Today I'm going to do this. Now, over time, if you stay consistent and you're disciplined with the habit, right, within like a week or two weeks, your mind starts to unclutter. Yes. Right. You get all your thoughts down on paper. Your mind starts to unclutter and you start to like um, have a moment of clarity, so say. But it brings you when you write all the time, it kind of it's weird. It brings you to the present moment. Mm-hmm. You, you you forget you don't know what to write down anymore. So you push yourself and then you're like, well, my room is this color or the the bed is shaped this way. It's not made. So it brings your focus to the present moment. And for some reason, kind of like a Zen thing, huh? It is like yeah. a Zen thing. But for some reason, you just become more creative. Yeah. And then when you sit down to do the press field thing, 
it's like the floodgates, right? Just opens up. Right. And so like, yeah, that's, I mean, that's my creative process, but I want to teach everybody that creative process. No, man, if it works, it works. Yeah. Like I, I've needed to do that because I have a few like books I've wanted to write. Yeah. And it's, and it's tough battling the writer's block. Like I'll write like maybe like once a month at this point. And yeah. It's usually not too much, but I don't know. My it, it, It's tough. Because it's not only just beating the writer's block that, but I look back and read it and I just want to change everything. You know? Yeah, because I'm never that, I'm never satisfied. It's not that being satisfied, especially from an artist, like you have to like when to let it go, right? Yeah. Because art is never finished. That's the one thing I had to learn. Like art is never finished. You have to just make it and be like okay with it and then just give it to the world. Right. Because you can always go and scratch out a, a line or redo something or always do, oh, this isn't just right. But imperfection is perfection. That's true. That yeah. is profound knowledge. Do you think so? Yeah, I like it. Hey, cool. It's profound knowledge, baby. Hey, yeah. But it's also investing in yourself. You're investing that time, you know? Right. Y yeah. Um. I mean, like, once we progress more into bag society and, like, more in, like, how to have a productive day or whatever, over time, you're going to have a morning routine and a night routine. Right. Right? And, like, your best morning routine ever will be your night routine. Yeah. And oh my God, for sure. That's my that's my yeah. best. That's when my brain is just like, okay, I'll perhaps turn on now. For, yeah, for sure. For and, me, that's how it is. And like when you're writing like three pages in a journal every every morning, like creatively, it just does something to you creatively. Right. It gets your creative juices going like it, throughout the day, and then you start noticing things. Like real art is like stuff that you see out through the day, right? It's always in the present moment. Like you might get that flash of insight or like a flash of inspiration and then you know you just return to the present moment and then when it's your time to write you know or sometimes if you see something or somebody say something you jot it in your notes on your phone or something and that's what i do i got a lot of phone notes but yeah you know what my most my best inspiration comes from you know what time when i lay Anytime. my head down to go to bed the next thing you know I, i'm like oh this is how i should make this oh this is what i should do I hope I remember this tomorrow. Oh, see, <laughs> see, don't do that. That's when, I mean, that happens. This is like 2 a.m. and I have to get up at like 8, you know? No, I, I, I get it. A lot, that happens to a lot of like um, high-end people, like very creative people. So they would just leave a notepad on their nightstand. I try, but then yeah. it's just like, oh, it's, it's never a good enough note or B, I just lose the drive for it. Okay, yeah. And so, or maybe you're just like, this is a good idea, but hopefully I'll just remember it tomorrow. I'm praying that I just remember it for tomorrow. It's like the great Mitch, Het, uh, Mitch Hetburn back yeah. in the day. He was just like, you know, I come up with a great joke, you know, and then I look over and notepads all the way on the other side of the room. And then I just tell myself, you know what? That joke sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's okay. It's like the, the art of... Uh, Art of War, Stephen Pressfield, he'll be like, still write down that joke. Even though it sucks, it's it's still a joke. You know what I mean? You still got it out of you. It's true. You still got it out of you. That's what I've been doing with my, like, the videos I've been making. It was just like, you know, even though it may bomb, yeah. it may not be good. I'm not completely satisfied. I release it anyway. I'm releasing it anyway. And sometimes it surprised me. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? It just, uh, what's his name? There's this right, uh, the singer, Ed Sheeran, right? Have you ever heard of him? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he said when he started writing music. He's a real estate mogul now. I mean, dude, I mean, that's what, you, listen, this is what you do, right? You, you get 
you find a skill that you can get a large amount of income and then you invest it. 50 Cent. Yeah, 50 Cent said he uh, went on tour, made $38 million. And 50 Cent's like, bro, I'm just trying to save all my money. And uh, what ended up happening was he had to spend the majority of his money or the IRS was going to come and take most of it. Yeah, I remember with the whole house debacle. Yeah, he was like, yeah, so he like... One, I, I'm thinking, I'm not sure about this. I haven't done much research on it. If you have a certain level of income or a certain amount of money, uh, you have to have like a lot of assets or a lot of expenses just so uh, the IRS doesn't mess with it. Yeah, I mean, the, the book was mentioning that. Yeah. Yeah, in, the, in earlier chapters about how, uh, you know, the IRS just takes money. Yeah, it's <laughs> Taxes. Theirs. He was trying to tell us how to like maximize our, uh, well, minimize our taxes, really. Yeah. What is the IRS? Internal it, revenue. Yeah. But if you put it together, the IRS means theirs. T H E, the I R S, IRS, theirs. You know what, man? We, we, we have a lot of social programs that need funding. Yeah. <laughs> and they're not bad. I'm not saying social programs are bad. Yeah. But they yeah. need funding. My issue with the IRS is, man, a lot of that money just goes in pockets, though. For sure. For, For sure. sure. For sure. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Politicians. Yeah, dude. For sure. Politicians, dude. You know my what I mean? Favorite, dude. That's why I'm just like, I should become a House of Representative member. Yeah. Politicians. I'll get all the, the inside, insider trading information, dude. My stocks will soar. Yeah. But that's soar. It, But that's what he was that's also saying. That's what he was also saying in chapter eight was like, not all insider trading is bad or illegal right like so if you are if you have a social group with rich people right you're allowed to like i i guess he said you like you could talk about it and you know when like a boom is gonna happen and then like a bust that's what i said i gotta reread this chapter it's not like a one-time chapter. it was it was a it was a tough chapter to grasp you know yeah it was really he he, he kind of like just dumped a lot of things in there yeah he did that's what yeah he did like but that was like the last chapter though it was a, yeah i think yeah it was the last chapter but he dumped like multiple yeah. different it was <laughs> yeah some of those some of those that, points like, he had like that old Chappelle skit where it's just like wrap it up yeah wrap it up button yeah <laughs> wrap it up <laughs> yeah he had multiple points that could have been chapters itself in that chapter yeah completely right? yeah like but there was only for a whole book it was only eight, eight chapters ain't saying much you know that's a small amount what's the next book the next book i don't think we've discussed that i think we should have we should do stocks right you want to do a stock book yeah What's a? I don't. I'm not sure of a reputable one to be honest. Yeah, because I remember in chapter eight he said I just gave my son a Wall Street Journal and books about the stock. He lost two thousand. You know what I mean? But that's the best. Is it though? <laughs> you losing money off of it? I mean, he does have has a point, right? If you lose the money young, then you learn from it, and that's when it's you true. get it's older. It's better to lose young than you do than old. Yeah, because you have less like. You have more safety nets when you're younger. For sure. For sure. Statistically. Statistically, yeah. So, I don't know. Well, I mean, we'll get together and we'll think of a... Yeah, we'll a think book. of a new a new book. You know, we'll read it. We'll learn more. We'll present it here. And you know what? We'll probably apply it too, especially the stocks one, because I love me some stocks, dude. They're my favorite, except right now. Right now, they're bad. It's bad. It's bad. A lot of red in my portfolio right now. Yeah. Not a fan of the stock, because it's an everyday thing. You know? it, it's, it doesn't have to be. 
you can be like I do the dividend game, so that's more long term. Yeah, but it's still disheartening to see it. Like, uh, yeah, I'm down a whopping eight dollars. Jeez, jeez, that's a whole. <laughs> that's but a the whole thing, meal. the thing is, when you're down, that means you're not up. Yeah, I want to be up. Yeah, we don't like being down. No, I, I, me, I don't deserve to be down. No, you do not. No, I'm too good at that. I'm hey. too good at what I do. Hey, and so that's why I'm just like, okay. Let's get these side hustles going. I want to make a profit off the uh, the content we're making. Yeah. Uh, one of the reasons I haven't upgraded the Mac Mini, which we are on right now, to the Mac Studio is the Mac Studio is the first thing I want to get off of profits. Okay. That's okay. my goal. That's a yeah. That's a good goal. Yeah. I'm not asking for a million dollars. I'm asking for two thousand. Yeah. I feel like that's a little easier. So I've, here's the thing, right? I feel like going forward, though, we would need to release a short a day. Some type of content a day. A lot of the, the, the guys I've been listening to, that is what they're saying. Yeah. They're saying two to four a day. I wouldn't do two to four a day. I wouldn't. Maybe. I don't have the time to do two to four a day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not yet. Obviously, like, you're editing now. You're not really used to it. So, you're, you are you know what I mean? Like, through time, though, editing is going to be so easy for you. Yeah. Once I figure out a yeah. formula. Yeah. Once I really figure out the award-winning formula, which yeah. I will one day, one day I will. Yeah. Then it will be a lot easier. I can, you know, factory that shit. Yeah. So, but yeah, like that's that's the keys because a lot of top YouTubers they do one video a day and one short a day. Yeah. See, I I would get on that level. I'm yeah. fine with that. Yeah. But you know, we only do a weekly podcast. It's going to be a little tough to do a video a day. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like people that do podcasts, they don't, they don't do a video a day i'm i'm just talking about like a like a you know how many you know how many podcasts joe rogan releases a week like three yeah like three yeah but that's that's a lot yeah it's a lot but here's the thing it's like he has guests he just he has a whole ass team no he has jamie he has one guy i'm sure he has a whole production team well he probably does have a whole production team i mean he, he you're right he probably does he just has the jamie you know he jamie just shows the shit he wants to see like, yeah jamie bring that up i could he's, use a jamie he's really good at that he's really good i could use a jamie wait i mean like two but i mean joe rogan he, he this is what he does. He just shows up and just talks. He just has a conversation. He's got all these I guys. I want to be there, dude. I, I want to be at that level. I know. I, but you just, it took him so long to get there, though. It, he did. Yeah. And he went through a lot of things. You know, You know. he was that, he did karate. He was uh, on Fear Factor. He was a comedian. I saw his old comedian, uh, his old comedy shows. Even, even, even when he was being a comedian, He's still a comedian. Even when he was on Fear Factor, he still did the podcast. He has over 2,000 podcasts documented on the internet. This is true. This is so, true. So, I mean, like, if you do, two, what's two, like, 365 in a year, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's a, you know, it's over 100. The longevity is crazy. But the thing is, too, is that, like, he, he's got he's a magnet everybody wants to go on there so he just picks and chooses you know it's the top podcast who wouldn't want to go on there the reach is inevitable yeah exactly so like he he trains and then he's like all right well now i just want to chill have a conversation with this guy and just talk i get it Uh, I, i get it don't get me wrong i understand but my thing is it's like how can we apply joe rogan to us how can we get to not exactly his level but close consistency consistency would be key Cause all it takes is consistency. What about guests? Should we have guests? We can have guests yeah. for sure. Yeah. Can we get that crypto bro in? 
Probably. I could honestly, I could get guests. I could for sure because I tell people at work all the time. I tell people all the time that I, I have a podcast and they're like, bro, you should put me on as a guest. This is to talk about what? You tell them the theme? Uh, I mean, like, yeah, kind of like I know that guy, Patrick, the crypto guy, he would definitely come on and talk about crypto. The virtues of cryptocurrency, baby. But I'm going to make us all rich. But I mean, like, I could, I like, if I brought him here, I'd be like feeding him to the wolves because like you <laughs> and Chris would just straight rip him apart. Because if I don't buy it, what makes you think that you guys are going to buy it? You know what I mean? I don't know, man. I'm, I'm able, I'm, I'm open-minded. I mean, I'm open-minded too, but you're not dumb. You're going to be like, bro. He's going to convince me to sp- put all my money into Bitcoin. I don't know. Uh, I'm kind of afraid, dude. No, it's not that. It's just, I don't know. Uh, and then I have another guy, you know, he's a, he, a guy I used to make music with. He's a rapper. He makes music. He said he'll be on there. Um, this guy I work out with. Telling us about the music game. Pretty much. That's fine with me. Yeah. And then uh, I like music. Yeah. Um, and then I got another guy. Uh he's a he's funny. He's a funny guy, but you know, I just work with him. So like I mean like it would just be like a chit chat, I a guess. A chit chat. Yeah. I get you. Dude, it sounds like fun, dude. Cause like, you know, you gotta always think expand. Expand, yeah. Expand. And, right. And I mean like I'm down to have guests. I when you have something you must think about how you're going to expand it because whether whatever stage you have, there's always could be more. There's always, it could always be better. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And you definitely want to have guests that you have like a topic that you're interested in. Yeah, but the of course going with the overall theme of the show. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I could get, I could probably get like a boss or something too. Like. I could get a lot of people, honestly. I know a lot of people. And the people are, the people that go to casinos? Yeah. You know what's so funny? Okay, here's the thing, too. I don't know if this guy, he was, you know. He, all right, tell me this, tell me right. this. This guy I was talking to all day yesterday, right? He was at the casino for 12 hours, right? 60 years old Italian guy. My favorite. Right? He was telling. He's from Sicily. I know his whole life story. Right. But the thing is, is I've known this guy for like a couple of weeks. He owns a construction company, Mm. a high end construction company. So he makes bread, supposedly. This is what he's telling me. But I take everything with a grain of salt. He plays big money and he tips a lot. So, I mean, like he could really be the real deal or he's just casing the place because he asks me so many questions all the time. <laughs> <laughs> he asks me questions about things all the time. And I'll be like, my thing, Case like, I'll be like, this guy's probably casing the place. you guys put the money when you're done with it? Just, just, <laughs> That's just, what I'm just a random That's question. What I'm saying. Like, uh, but anyway, he told me, he was like, he, he does construction now, but he said like 15 years ago, he got locked. Locked up. Oh. Yeah. And I was was it for robbing something? No. Uh kind of. But he said he grew up like he he's sixty, so he was like his like twenty his twenty when he was in his twenties, you know, he grew up in the eighties. And you know, we talk about girls and stuff like that. He would be like, Man, he would go to the disco, you know, the disco club all the time. Oh my god. Yeah. So he told me he had a uh a buddy down in Miami and another buddy that was like an air a air pilot or something so like that. So they smuggled cocaine. Yeah, that's what he yeah, was, he's Yeah, he's basically blow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically that's what he was telling me. And he said 
I mean, some of it was seem legit. Like my radar, my like I'm pretty good at as detecting. Soon as you said Miami '80s, exactly. I was like, oh, here we go. I, yep. And I <laughs> buckled up. I buckled up for that ride too, because I knew right away when he was saying my friend was an airline pli- oh, pilot, like, mm. and we went to Miami, and I was like, right away, I knew, I mm. knew. Did you I ever knew meet Pablo Escobar, yeah. my guy? Uh, so anyway. I mean, it would make sense because Chicago is huge. Chicago is huge. So, like, if you had to connect to Miami, duh, you're going to be like, I'm going to take some of them stacks back in Chicago. The mob hadn't really fallen in the 80s. Yeah. They hadn't fallen yet. But here's the thing. That was the thing because, like, he was telling me, you know, he was bringing a whole bunch of stuff back and he was making bank. He was saying he was making so much money. And I'm like, dude, so, like, you're Italian, bro. Like, did nobody from the Italian mob or anybody come and approach you and try to make you a maid man or yeah. something? And he was like, no, like, no. I mean, he said he would get into fights with people and stuff like that. And said he always had around because I was asking him questions like I was like, hey, dude, I, like, because <laughs> let it, me write a book on you. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was saying. And he said how he got caught was because he wanted to buy some a Ford Mustang GT and he outbidded a cop or something so the cop got suspicious and investigated him dude that's a retaliation that's a retaliation shit no I would have been like, if this cop, did, I would have been in court being like, this, okay, your honor, this bitch was jealous, okay? Yeah. This bitch was mad that I got the car and he didn't. But you know what, though? He said, he said it it was a, a life worth living, but he wouldn't do it again. He said, um, see, this is why I, I kind of believe him. He said there was $4 million in his wall and he told him, he told him and they went and got got everything he said he, he lost everything they took everything and he had to start over from scratch right yeah so, so i was like he said it was but he didn't get charged so he said he said what if one guy was to point at him he would be doing life and he said all his friends didn't uh snitch or dude the italians man yeah man <laughs> that's what i'm saying he was the Bro, Italians, dude. Here's the thing, man. It's weird with me because, like, I'm just here at this game. I don't care, bro. People just tell me their life stories. Yeah. It just, Some dude says he lived blow it just, just randomly. Yeah. I was like, what is going on here? I'm having, you know, like, I'm bored, so I'm interested in the story. I'm like, man, this sounds pretty cool, man. You know what I mean? So I could have him on the podcast. <laughs> You know, there is a few, there is like one or two like very popular YouTube channels and it's former members of the mob, you know? Yeah. Like the, from the five families and also the family in the Chicago outfit. Yeah. It, it does numbers of how they told like how they would like recount how they ripped off like companies, their scams they would do the, their like, they would like uh, have like gas station fronts and how they would do that. I believe it, man. You, you gotta be creative when it comes to this stuff. Like their reach, you know, everything that went down. We got a cut of everything, dude. Yeah. So that's what made me be like, bro, how did no other gang member or my boss? I was like, how did no my boss like approach you? Because obviously they're going to approach you and be like, you need security. You need- or you have to give us uh, <laughs> a security. cut like 5000 a week or we're something. We're here for insurance. You know what I mean? No. Hey, poorly. We're here for insurance. Yeah. yeah. Especially he's from Sicily. Uh, he's from Sicily. So I'm like. Oh, he's Sicilian. Sicilian wasn't technically part of the mob. Oh, no. They, uh, but they, s- Sicilians were part of the mobs, but like 
they weren't uh, the 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 Italian mafia didn't really see them as really Italians. Oh, maybe that's why I was never approached. Maybe I don't know. He still should have been approached. Don't right? get me wrong, yeah. dude. They would shake down anybody. Exactly. He didn't need to be Italian to be shook down. Yeah. So that's really cool, though. If the story is real, real, if it's yeah, real, if, if it's, it's real. real, if it's yeah. real. There was like I had someone at the bar that was just like, yeah, my grandmother dated Al Capone for like a little bit. It was weird. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I honestly, people at the boat, I, I really don't believe them at anything. It, it, honestly, I, honestly, some of them could be telling the truth because again, the Chicago mob didn't really fall until like the late nineties. Yeah, it was that shit was still going on. Yeah, for a while, like they didn't convict their first hitman until like nineteen ninety. They probably still have the mob. They're just low key, right? Oh yeah, it's low key. Yeah, it's still around. There's rumors of who like the bosses are, but like yeah. no one's really sure. Sure, it's they're they're not though. really all that powerful anymore, but they're still around. Mm, yeah, I don't know about their bag situation though. Here in bag society, bag society, bag society. Oh, oh, another thing I want to do. Uh, another short I want to do is what are assets and then what are liabilities. Oh yeah, you're gonna do that one. Yeah, I'm gonna do that one. Is that something you learned from the book? I, I mean. He just because he keeps talking about assets, so you're sitting there like, What's an asset? Well, I mean, assets are the most important thing to your wealth, but he doesn't tell you what's an asset. Well, I mean, he talked about like his, he talked he about, just talks his, about his real, real estate. estate, really, and yeah. that's a really popular asset. But are there other assets like, for, yeah, like your drop shipping company? Yeah, <laughs> or what about like gold and silver stuff like that, right? I mean, they don't dep- appreciate, depreciate, they don't, appre- they don't depreciate, but uh. I mean, they can go down in value, but so can real estate. But like, yeah. Then what's a liability? A liability would be your hat, right? Your clothes, right, 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 your right, car. Right, right. So I'm gonna your make consumables. But the thing is, is like we keep talking about saving money and then putting in the assets, and people are probably like, "Dude, what are assets? What are liabilities?" Oh yeah, a lot of people you know don't know I mean? know the difference because like that's why I'd be a great short. Like, if you look at like rich culture, uh, not really rich culture, but people trying to be rich, like let's say like rap culture and shit all like liabilities. that, all liabilities, all. Decked out to the T oh, in liabilities, liabilities bro. Decked out. Oh my god! It was like I got this my my new hat. Dude, it cost me an arm and a leg, dude. It yeah, gonna, it's never. I'm sorry, dude. It's a wrap after that. You put that on, and it was. <clears throat> it's a wrap. It's over, bro. It's over. Let's talk about their new flashy cars. Like, um, there's a lot of TikToks, you know, about like oh, getting like rich, you know. You know, like the Andrew, the Andrew Tate clones, you know? Yeah. And they'll talk about, you know, if you're not, if you're 20 and you don't have a Lamborghini, what's wrong with yourself? You oh know? my God. When a Lamborghini is a straight up liability. Yeah, it is a liability and and, or a luxury item. It's a luxury item. It's an, it's an item to show you have luxury, but it's a, it's a money pit. Yeah. Yeah. So that is, that is a good short to have, I think. Yeah. So I, I have a couple. I have a couple that I'm going to create today. So that should be fun. I'm excited to look at them and edit them. Yeah. Yeah. So, but if I give you, like, here's the thing, too. If I give you so many, like, how many can you possibly do where we can have one a day? Uh, I can do... I think one a day is doable. Not too hard. The only the only thing that takes cons- uh, the only thing that's really time consuming is um, really uh, like lining up the B roll. That's really the most time consuming part. But also just figuring out a format that really works. You know the formula because it's been tough to break uh, five hundred views on these videos. How many views are we at? Not five hundred. Not five hundred. Not five hundred. I think first the one all, I posted yesterday was the best one we did. First of all, having five hundred is amazing. We, it's it's a milestone, yeah. But you got to aim for higher oh yeah for sure for sure 
There goes Chris. I figured I should put him in the thumbnail at least once. Yeah, 452. I think that's the best one we have. That is. Yeah, it's, yeah. I, I keep up with these numbers, dude. How did I, that happen? These there YouTube has a really uh, extensive analytics page. Like yeah. it tells you like retention. Um, how, many, how, much, how much was the retention on that one? The retention was um, uh, I'm not sure. Like here, let me show you the analytics page. And this is good if you want to start like your own YouTube channel because the YouTube's analytics is uh is awesome. It really is. So because so, like when you posted that, what time did you post that? I post that around I want to say ten. 10 p.m. I want to try different times out. Yeah, so I was far say, 10 p.m. Like, worked pretty well. What's like the bet? Maybe like seven or eight. They have like the analytics has like when your audience is on like the most people who viewed your channel and when they're on YouTube. But you need like a lot of videos just to get that. So that's, I have no idea yeah, when. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the that's audience funny. retention was around 20 seconds. Then people started like then that's when. Uh, the drop off and it was 41 seconds long so that's like less than half just slightly less than half but if you look it shows you when people start dropping off you know okay so let's see when people start dropping off right off the rip <laughs> I, you say first grab a piece of paper people are like nah <laughs> <laughs> that's literally what happened though that's what happened it's it's crazy but this is our most liked video as well oh yeah how many likes does it have i want to say like 12 but look zero dislikes does it tell you the dislikes oh wow we have zero dislikes it's our most popular one most people watch only 20 seconds of it they should tell you when they tell you audience they uh, they even tell you who's watching it it's mostly 18 to 24 year olds oh that's pretty cool yeah you got your unique viewers. How many subscribers you got off that video? We got three. Um, 95% male watched it. That's cool. Yeah. And uh, almost everybody was in the United States. Mm, wow. Yeah. It's cool. It's uh, extensive, dude. But you know, it's how you it's how you read it. Because like, in order to go viral with your short on YouTube, you need to have nearly 100% audience retention. Like, oh, yeah, we have for 20, sure. 20, we have 20 seconds out of 41. Not good enough. See, it's that and also how many chose to view it. Like they have an analytics that's viewed to swipe away. We're at forty-one percent viewed compared to fifty-nine percent swiped away, and you need at least ninety for it to keep going. Okay. Um. What about the loop thing? Yeah, that works well. Cause like, let me show you uh one of my on my experimental channel. Because if, if you're making a short, always make it loop. You want to say like, oh, top five things to da da da, and then at the end you want to say, so that was. And then it will loop back until top five things or something like that. And it works really fucking well. Because um, uh, where is it? So here is my history channel. And where was my retention? This one. And now look at the retention on this one. Uh, it's above 100. Oh, wow. See, 108. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it, like the loop, dude, I would swear by it. Okay. It works really well. Now, another thing is, is like, so like I had this idea where like I would have Napoleon Hill say something yeah that works too and then go into what he means and stuff like that and then have him come in and then say and then at loop yeah all right all right, all right yeah that'll right, work right. yeah yeah are yeah. you gonna try to edit it uh yeah i think i could try and do it for sure i swear by the two editors cap cut free davinci resolve also free really good editors all right i'm good you good i'm good i got a lot of work to do let's do it all right that's all, right. all the time we have left signing off Thank you so much. This is Jay signing off. S. Have a Back Society kind of day and keep grinding, folks. Hey. Thanks for listening to Back Society. Check us out on BackSocietyPodcast.com for extras and follow us on your favorite podcast providers.